You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey everybody, this is Jordan Lowe at Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth, and there's no illustrious Michael. He just ran out here like a, on a mission from God. Yeah, he had kind of a last minute thing pop up, so we are a trio again tonight. And we didn't come up We're with like anything. Rush. We didn't come up with anything rush. clever to, to explain it. Sure, I'm. We're Rush. Got rid of. We don't need. This is the strongest <laughs> progressive rock three piece. I think you went home to secretly watch the NFL draft round two and three. Oh, that, that is so, tonight. That is so Michael K. Easton. Yes, if I know Michael, that's exactly what he's doing. Case right for kickoff. <laughs> How can you read this? There's no pictures. Well, some people use their imagination. Well, I must hurry back to my comic book store where I dispense the insults rather than absorb them. It happens all the time. Read a comic book, okay? <laughs> so what are we doing? This is the number one most important thing. We're getting the information out tonight. What is it? Free comic book day. That's what you came here for. That annual holiday for all comic book nerds. It's always the first Saturday in May. This year is no different. May 6th. At your friendly neighborhood comic book store. If they're participating, they'll be giving away free comics with no purchase necessary. Just stop in, pick something good up. Uh, there's plenty to choose from. All ages type books. Just about every company out there has an offering. Um, yeah, there's lots of good stuff this year. I want to know what we're getting. We can each get how many comics can we get? At Asylum in Marietta, 212 3rd Street, we are doing two free comics per person. And we're also doing a canned food drive for the Tri-County Food Pantry. So if you bring a $1 donation or a non-perishable food item, you can pick up a third item. Awesome. I can't even read more than one thing at once. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna, we plan on giving away a lot of books. We're gonna have a sale on lots of merchandise. We've got some folks in costume. We've got face painters. We've got games and coloring and activities for the kids. So it'll be all day long, 11 to 7 p.m. Just fun times here at Asylum. And if you're not local, this is going on worldwide. This is been going on so for... Like Uganda? Could be. Absolutely. Check. Definitely in Uganda. We, we have a listener there. Yeah, freecomicbookday.com. There's a store locator so you can find which stores in your area are participating. And any store, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of issues. And not every store will have every book. But there are 12 gold sponsors, they're called. So any store participating will at least have these 12 issues. Oh, okay. Cool. So these are kind of the main ones you'll see everywhere. 
Uh, let's just look at them randomly. Dark Horse is putting out Avatar. We've all been waiting for. What's that? The James Cameron <laughs> movie about a thing. And I was reading this, and I forgot a whole plot point was you plug in your ponytail oh, yeah. to like a flying dinosaur? Yeah. In, uh, Banshee. <laughs> I forgot that was like... That was the thing. Shoot, that's gonna, yeah. That's like the whole thing. That's sure. going to be my favorite part of that. Uh, there's a new Banshee ride. They're putting this out because... You're going to have to grow a ponytail. Yeah. Avatar. <laughs> Avatar. Uh, Disney, the land. Will, Disney will sell ponytails. Oh, extensions. he's totally cool with some Navi out there passing out ponytails, but he doesn't want Princess Leia that's with right. chocolate medals. That's right. Those ponytails don't melt. <laughs> but you're going to be able to... I, I assume at Pandora, there's a, there's a Banshee ride. Um called passage of something or other and i i can't that's gonna be my favorite part where i get to plug my ponytail into that ride vehicle for my flight i see it's gonna be great oh boy so that one has a backup story uh from the comic briggs land which is a kind of a modern day crime story this secessionist family has has withdrawn from the government and is uh, living in their own world, and they're smuggling guns and doing Whoa. some bad things. But the husband is in prison, and then the wife takes over. So there's all this dissension. The kids have to kind of choose between them. It, it's a really good story, and this has kind of a sample of it. But this one is definitely more of the teen, teen and up variety. Right. This is Jordan bragging about how he has already read all this stuff. I have. This whole stack here I just finished this afternoon. He's going to try to tell us it was his job. He had to do it. <laughs> We're not allowed to even look at them. It's a dirty job if somebody's got it. DC's gold book this year is uh, Wonder Woman from the new uh, Rebirth series, Year One, Part One. It's a reprint of that by Greg Rucka and Nicholas Scott. Cool. So anyone looking forward to the Wonder Woman movie, you can get a first chapter of that early days there. Uh, IDW has a prequel issue to their upcoming miniseries, Star Trek The Next Generation, Mirror Broken. So this, we're going into the mirror, mirror universe of the original Star Trek with the evil versions of Kirk and Spock, but this is The Next Generation. Oh, so yeah. we've got Data has updated himself with all this Borg technology and uh, Picard cool sleeveless uniform. So Whoa. It's, it's the world, it's familiar world. It's just a little bit different. Michael's jam, right? Star Trek. Track. Star Trek. Boldly Keep going. Tracky. Boldly going where them guys haven't ever gone before. <laughs> uh, he knows all the things. <laughs> Marvel. Uh, always timely with Marvel. Ah. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. All new Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a, a brand new short story starring the people. You know, the Guardians movie will be out that Friday. So that should be on uh, everybody's radar there. So we're going to get a new Guardian story and then a backup story starring the Defenders, you know, Marvel's Netflix team, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones. Wow. Do you have any books that aren't related to a movie or television show? We'll get there at some point. Okay. It's the world we live in, Cliff. (laughs) Just go with it. (laughs) All right. Image. I think I mentioned this one on the podcast a while back. I hate Image. Which is the mm-hmm. Scotty Young book, uh, take off on his, his current popular book, I Hate Fairyland, about a little girl who spent 40 years in this land of rainbows and unicorns and has become homicidal. 
So this one's <laughs> Infirmature, and it's basically her going through the history of Image Comics, and uh, you know, going through the Lion Cat from Saga here, and uh, the World of the Walking Dead. She gives Rick a new hand that's like a cartoon Mickey Mouse hand. So it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's good. yeah, Savage Dragon Spawn. There's references to right. today's image and yesterday's image. So old fans and new should get something out of that one. Cool. Uh, Bongo, as they do every year, has their say, Simpsons always issue. Always a Bongo. Always a Simpsons issue. Uh, Archie is reprinting the first issue of Betty and Veronica. Uh, with art by Adam Hughes. That was one of their big launches when they, they redid the whole Archie line in advance of the Riverdale show we all love. Uh, Boom Studios always puts out a, an anthology, the 2017 Boom Summer Blast. And it's got stories from Mouse Guard, Cody and the Creepies, and Brave Chef Brianna. Whoa, never which, heard of that. Yeah, it's, it's a new one coming up. It's a, a young girl... Opens a restaurant in this world of, or a city full of monsters and creepy, creepy beasts. Hmm. Kind of a young, young readers fun time. Uh, we got Rick and Morty. Oh, that'll probably be popular. Yeah, this one reprints an issue from their current series. Uh, it's rated T. They kind of bleep out. There's some, <laughs> there's a little bit of mature things, but they bleep out everything that's really objectionable, but, it felt, I have been catching up on Rick and Morty here lately. I'm, I've watched several episodes to. and it, the writing seems very close to, like I can very much hear the voices. Right. You know, uh, the From way the they, right? they even do the stuttering and the, yeah. uh, Rick, uh, you know, the, yeah. the burping and, you know, they, they, they do the dialogue very spot on. Cool. Uh, we've got from Valiant XO Manowar number one. And it's got a couple of backup stories, Bloodshot, and a few of the other ones from their line. Another one from back in the day that has been relaunched to a lot of critical acclaim and popularity. Uh, we've got a Doctor Who from Titans Comics, Titan Comics. That's another one. In the last several years, they've they've put one out. Um, this one's a story. Uh, it's the current twelfth Doctor, and he's he meets a friend he's had for decades and decades. So. He's recounting a, a, an adventure he had from the previous 9, 10, 11, and 12th incarnations interacting with this character. So whoever your favorite doctor is, you'll, you'll get at least a little taste of him. Right. It's not a crossover between them, but it's kind of a story that spans all this time. Awesome. And last but not least of the gold sponsors, Viz Media has put out a sample of The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. It's printed right to the left, like the oh, authentic my manga. Oh, gosh, I have to get that for my kid. It's nice black and white, crisp art. Uh, yeah, Zelda. It's no Mario, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> not every episode I would, I Mario. I would have asked what Mario thought about that, but he couldn't make it tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, Mario is kind of hot stuff. Or, excuse me, Zelda. Yes. Oh, I don't want to start a new beef. Oh, can't my the... gosh, yeah. Alright, uh, so yeah, those are the gold sponsors. Any participating store you go to, we'll have a selection of those while supplies last. Um, and then yeah, there are a ton of other ones. Uh, we'll be getting, uh, the DC, uh, Superhero Girls. Kind of the, you know, the current young readers sort of book. Uh, Dark Horse has done a, a young readers book since they did the more mature one. They did a silver book, uh, Buffy the High School Years. 
which is more these little digests they've been putting out set in the early days of the series. And it has a backup Plants vs. Zombies story. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an Attack on Titan short that it has some, uh, says there's details to season two inside. So I think fans of that show Ooh. might be interested. Uh, there is Fresh Off the Boat, the ABC series. What? Apparently this week they are doing an episode all about comics. The kid creates his own comic and turns his family into superheroes. Hmm. And this comic references the show. So there's some nice ABC corporate synergy tying in the free comic day comic to the episode that'll be on this week. We watch that show. Um, there is a SpongeBob comic as there always is every year. That's always a popular one. I I never have extras of those left over. People love SpongeBob, uh, Barbie comics. We got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic that uh it's a it's just a standalone story it's not, it's it's not a reprint it's a new story but it uh it kind of gives you a good job of recapping what's been going on recently in the comic and setting the stage for the next storyline involving Krang and the Utroms and all kind of fun stuff hmm. and we're also getting a Riverdale based what? on the hit TV series cool um, cover. this one it just if you bought the Riverdale one shot Sadly, this just reprints two of the stories from that, so you're not getting new content yeah, here. But, but yeah, we got Archie. Three people. Yeah, right. Archie's uh, backstory and Betty's backstory of what was going on right before the series started. And there are a few things, uh, some bonus pages in the back, kind of catching you up on the main characters and, and who they are. And then Marvel Comics, not to be outdone, has a Secret Empire tie-in. With a backup feature starring Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, which is the new series coming out that is supposed to take Spider-Man back a little more to his roots. Recently, he's been a millionaire CEO traveling the world, fighting villains that way. This is supposed to ground him a little bit more and go back to the classic villains. He's fighting the Vulture. Guess who? The right. Vulture is going to be in the movie. <laughs> starting a lot of movie stuff. But uh, apparently they showed this issue at C2E2 at a Marvel panel. They let some people come up and and read it. And what I read, there were audible gasps and groans and moans and screams from the stage. Screams? <laughs> That's what the article said. Okay, let me read it right now. And do, we'll you see what... <laughs> see, do you want to see? Do you want to see? You did this to us last year. Exactly. You, you did the same thing. You showed one panel. Are you curious about the page that made yes. people scream? You're okay with spoilers? I'm okay. Ah! Great Scott! What? Moan. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it seems huge. I don't know what it means either, it but it does huge. seem huge. Yes. Huge. Uh, the art is by that Andrea Sorrentino, whose art I love. It's just an, it's just a short little story. And again, I don't think it's a reprint. I think it's all new content, but it ends with kind of a shocker that people may or may not be happy about. So. Yeah, that's that's Marvel's big big gamble for this year. So awesome! That's a lot of stuff. Like that's more than two things that yes, I want. Exactly. <laughs> that's a lot so, of cans of like, food. Yes, bring people. You know, just round people up from your neighborhood yeah. and bring them all in. Bring your friends. <laughs> so yeah, we're expecting a good crowd. It's always our biggest day of the year. Hundreds and hundreds of people come through. So 
Well, this year ought to be really exciting being in the new location, right, right downtown Marietta. Uh, I would exp- like I would fully be prepared for a huge crowd this weekend. Yeah, there or, shouldn't be any first uh, fender benders like we had yeah. last year. Somebody trying to pull in and ding their fender a little bit. But yeah, lots lots more parking, big open spaces, a bigger building, more elbow room. Everyone can get in and get out pretty Tons easily. Tons of parking. Yes. There's parking like three <laughs> sides, four four sides of parking. Right. Cliff will be outside with the uh, batons waving That's people right, in. That's yeah. right. You can fly in. <laughs> That's awesome. Everybody loves free comic book day because it always means free comics and a movie. Exactly. Every year. A yeah. big movie. Because yeah, this Marvel, year. I think every year has a movie that, yeah. that first weekend. It's Guardians of the Galaxy 2 this year. Next year's Avengers. Infinity War the year after that. The Untitled. Avengers movie. Now, I was reading, as we're just rolling in here, some comic stuff. Uh, do you, what's this Marvel legacy? That is supposed to be the initiative to bring back these classic characters, start renumbering. Uh, the first one to do it is Venom. It's okay. on issue like six now. The next issue is issue 150. So Venom is going back to its classic numbering, and then Thor is going to issue 600 and something. So this is Marvel kind of slowly bringing back the continuity and the classic characters and the uh, let's say the legacy characters right. with their with their uh, classic counterparts. Continuity. So where Alex Alonzo was saying that the legacy number one comes out this fall. Which is going to be a 50 page one shot by Jason Aaron and Asad Ribic that is promises to set the stage for the next chapter of the Marvel Universe with hope, heroism, heart, and the earth shattering return of a beloved Marvel mainstay. And that he, he, he didn't, he didn't blow, blow it out of proportion. He just said that it, the last page will probably break the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? You said that? But it's not an event because Marvel's not having any more events. No, this is just uh, it's just a return. Yeah, somebody. Sure. big moment. He says it's something we continually get asked about, and we're going to answer that question. And you don't know what the the, the answer is. The or you best, have a guess? well, the best guess I've seen so far is the Fantastic Four. Oh. Because if you want to return Marvel to its roots, yeah, where better to start sense, yeah. than Fantastic Four? But who oh. knows what the edicts are, still yeah. are from who on knows? top? Yeah, that's true. And that has never been their best set. You know, if you want to get sales, bring Wolverine back. Oh, yeah. If yeah. you want to change, you know, the core <laughs> concept of your company, you know, start with Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah, I want to touch on something real quick because I've seen, you know, I'm on the internet all the time. <laughs> I've seen Nick Spencer get so much flack about this Cap Secret Empire stuff. We kind of touched on it briefly last week, but the whole Nazi thing, like everybody, just people are protesting online basically about oh i can't believe they made cap a nazi and it's terrible and terrible. it's like okay i just want to try to explain this hydra are not nazis it's not nazis it, it it's like saying that because apples and oranges are both fruit that apples are oranges that's not how it works i what? believe it's pronounced nazis nazis yeah we did see that this way the Hydra are fascists and Nazis are fascists also. But Nazis have that extra little spice <laughs> where they are 
they want only pure people and they want to exterminate the lesser people. That's not, you know, fascists are everyone who wants world domination and take away your freedoms, everything. That's every supervillain ever is a fascist, is like Hydra. So they just made Cap a bad guy. They didn't make him a Nazi. But in today's world, the comic continuity doesn't really matter. You're only, you know, to the 99% of Americans or people all over the world, Mm -hmm. you're looking at the movies. And the movies began as, you know, the Red Skull was a Nazi and Hydra sprang out of that. So, yeah, that's... I get, I mean, I get where they're, why they think that, but it's just not what it, it's not what it is. So they just need to chill a bit, I think. He made him a bad guy. I, I wonder how much more of that's going to bleed into. I was reading it because, the, you know, in the in the comics, they were saying, well, okay, we got to ignore comic continuity. <laughs> but that's what they're complaining about is the comics. It's like in the comics, the, you know, Hydra is infiltrated. They're supposedly have, they created S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, that's, that yeah, was they've, they've gone back and written, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. was Leonardo da Vinci and all the, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been around for thousands of years and so is Hydra. Like, right. they've, they've, they've changed it several times in, in comic continuity. Yeah. And, it, and I'm just wondering if they're gonna, in the movie universe, if they're gonna make like, S.H.I.E.L.D. be controlled but have been formed by Hydra and stuff in the movies. And things like they did in the comics. Like, are we going to find out that they, or, or that the Avengers were formed because, by Hydra, like to distract them from whatever they're really trying to do, you know? I would have said no chance, but then, you know, Captain America kind of did that. Right. In the Winter Soldier. It's like, wow, we blew up S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. <laughs> in like a very early stage of this universe. Wow. Anyway, I don't know. I just wanted to. If anybody is interested in how ha- yeah, Seth just wants to debate the benefits of fascism. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would say it's all bad. They're all bad. <laughs> it's just like but chill on the Nazi it's not stuff. So bad. There are Nazis. That's the thing. There are Nazis out there, so let's 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 differentiate yeah, a little bit. Hydra uses two arms to salute. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> there you go. Full bore. And what would that next Although that whole thing that one did not go over well, the uh Marvel trying to get stores. They wanted us to order like Hydra t-shirts. It was a Hydra takeover of your store. And they wanted like graphic design to like whatever your comic store logo is to add a Hydra logo to it and like put that on your social media and have all your employees wear Hydra shirts. And people are like, no, we're not getting in the middle of this. <laughs> like fans are mad. We don't yeah. want to mad at us. We yeah. want to mad at you. That would have been neat though if everybody could have chilled out about it i, I kind of like that idea <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah any other comic stuff it they had that next button issue mm-hmm. um and then what two weeks from or, or in a week from now or whatever's the next batman 22 and then two weeks after that is uh flash yeah, 22 so and that's supposed it. to be weekly but flash got delayed so mm-hmm. it'll be the fifth there's i think there's a fifth wednesday in may so it'll be a weekly but anyway Stuff for comics. What do you want to do now? Cliff, yell something out. Movies. Movies. Save Martha. Puny God. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. 
Kneel before Zod! Under Ruth! Set it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it gonna be, huh? Long, sullen silence? Or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff. I saw a uh, some professional wrestler wants to play Booster Gold. It's Mike the Miz from Real World Back to New York. Okay. <laughs> I remember watching a Real World many years ago when he was yeah. on there as a housemate in ten, the 10-year anniversary of Real World. And it, he was talking about he was wanted to be a wrestler called the Miz. And it was like a joke. And now he has been that for quite a while. Like that's what he really did. <laughs> yeah, like I don't watch wrestling, but that is he is a WWE I've, wrestler. I've heard I've heard that right. name before, so yeah. he's obviously made it. Yeah. And it, and yeah, he wants to be Booster Gold, yeah. and it's kind of fits. I mean, he's kind of that guy. I saw he was from <laughs> Cleveland, so I was like, oh, oh okay. you're into it. Though. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. good. So if he's been to the Toy Story house, I mean the what is it Christmas Story house, then that's he's good enough for us. Yeah, so. It's all the requirement we require. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, okay, whatever, just make a freaking booster gold movie. Um, Jurassic World two got a little uh, casting news that Doctor uh, Ian. Uh, mm, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you, yes. Um, <laughs> exactly. Doctor Ian Malcolm Jeff Goldblum. Coming back. Now this only works if he is like the god of chaos and Chris Pratt gets eaten by a dinosaur, right? That's, that's how this worked. Cause now he's the star of the movie as far as I'm concerned. Did I just see a illustrious one walk in here? Hey, sorry to interrupt you guys, but this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I didn't want you guys to go one episode without hearing those beautiful sweet words come out of my lips. Well, we're glad you could rejoin yeah. us, Michael. Yeah, those words are fine. Just don't say lips anymore. Well, I'm so, <laughs> as I speak of these words from my lips, I, yeah. I want to tell you guys I'm sorry I'm late. I'm late. I think I ran into an ogre booby trap. Oh, my gosh. Like, those are, you ran into I, an over booby trap? An, an ogre. ogre. An, an ogre. ogre. Those ogre. Ogre. Man. An ogre booby trap. Ogre boobies are trouble. They're huge. <laughs> I think I tripped over one of them. They're huge. I, I didn't want to bring this up because I, I think we need to quell this beef, but. Whatever. I, I had a dream about dueling ogres last night. Oh, wait a I am Hold not on. joking. I feel David Duchovny in, uh, let's see, what was his Red Shoe Diaries? Um, what? <laughs> Go, keep going. <laughs> this is the 100% honest truth. The, no one cares about other people's dreams, but this is important. <laughs> I was watching in my dream. I was watching David Letterman, right. which isn't even a thing anymore. So it was the past. Yeah, I, I or some okay. alternate. You were going to go ahead and interpret yeah. your dream. Yes, Bill. David Letterman. And you know how there are famous parties, like the Vanity Fair Oscar party, oh, or yeah. Puff Daddy has the white party. There yeah. are very famous parties. So I'm watching Letterman, and out of the corner of my eye, I hear him say, all right, coming up, we have a correspondent live at the Dueling Ogres Cash and Chicks party. Cash and shit. <laughs> and I was like, the what? <laughs> so apparently, in this reality where David Letterman is still on TV, the Dueling Ogres are so popular, they have a party called the Cash, Cash and Shit. Oh, you know it's, that, it's pretty much on the nose. I mean, it's uh, not subtle at all. You know that they're going to have one now. <laughs> no pressure. But they're... 
You guys have to have a cash and chicks party now. What was like the nineties? Like they had those videos that you could only buy on TV. That like it was like from Spring Break or something. Like the guy made a bunch of like millions of dollars on it. Do you guys remember what I'm, know what I'm talking about at all? Nope. No one wants to act like they did. <laughs> they don't know. I, I honestly don't. I thought you're talking, talking about, about girls, girls going wild. Yeah, girls going wild. Oh, okay. Wild. I yeah. thought you were talking about what is that. <laughs> what is girls going wild? Uh. Anyway. Three parallel universes over. That's what's really going on. Doing the yeah, and I, I woke right up because I got. I wish I could have stayed to watch the segment. <laughs> I would have been very curious. I woke like, up oh like, my gosh, that can't be real. <laughs> Are you dripping so, yeah. sweat? <laughs> so yeah, our our podcast beef with the dueling ogres has has even gotten into my subconscious. So I think we should reach out an olive branch and try to try to quash this. I might be outnumbered. Are here, you a but... plant? Because you were on their podcast. Yeah, have you, great. Have they, they are great. You? The dueling ogres are great guys and and quite talented. And you should listen to them. Yeah, I have a feeling if you hand them an olive branch, they're gonna be like, "This switch isn't big enough. I'm heading to the yard, and I'll pick out what I'll whip you with." <laughs> As I recall, they started this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they came sniffing around the wrong. You called down the thunder. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Um, we had another guest, uh, where there was a new, we were talking about there was a new, uh, Legend of Zelda comic coming out on Free Comic Book Day, and it, that's the big game on the Switch, and I, I was wondering what our, uh, Nintendo correspondent, uh, Mario ha- thought about not getting the spotlight. Yeah, is Mario comfortable reading right to left in like the Japanese manga format? <laughs> this, this is not what Mario likes. Uh, I don't know. This is not right. Uh, oh my good golly! What? I'm calling my lawyers. This is bullcrap. Where is Yoshi at? I'm. Oh, you wait till my brother gets a hold of you. Oh, Luigi! It's it's free. It's oh. a free book. I don't care. Where is Mario? Mario is the star of. No, no, I'm. You don't know how many times I go to the bar and order a drink and I say, where's Zelda at? I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's Mario. You're like, no, Zelda. I'm like, do you even know who Zelda is? It's a bunch of crap. It slams door. <laughs> oh, that Mario. Thanks for stopping in, Mario. Uh, okay, so I just read today that May 16th, across the United States, I don't know whether it'll be out around here or not, but they're going to re- release, I think, probably one day only, Logan in black and white. Hmm. So, I just don't, it? I can't. I'm not, I'm not, I don't really have any interest in it, but yeah. it's neat that they're doing it. It'll be at the Athena Grand, I would assume. Possibly. I'm going to head down to the uh, Athena Cinemas here in a week or so and see Colossal. Oh, you have to look it up. I'll tell you all about it. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 has five post-credit scenes. And everybody's getting excited about that. But I heard that there's at least twice as many scenes before the credits. (laughs) Speaking of Guardians, I, too, unfortunately found the Stan Lee cameo secret yeah that don't, i won't don't I'm not say, gonna it. say it i'm just saying i had avoided it actually yeah. until about an hour and a half ago that's about that's I, I had made it you said several today. days ago about that there was a spoiler and i was like i've avoided everything and 
comicbook.com snuck it in on me. They never fail to yeah to do it. One um, of those you don't even have to click on the article. The right. the the yeah the headline gives it away. They're the best. Um. So there was some controversy about the not Avengers Infinity War, but the next movie, what the title's going to be, and they can't. They say they can't tell us the title because it's a spoiler. And then the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess guess what? Michael's just going to say that's not what it is. They say that's not what it is, so we're not spoiling it. But uh, what's her name? Zoe Saldana had let that slip in an interview. Said, "Oh, we go back to film Gauntlet," but supposedly misinterpreted. She was referring to Infinity War as that. Yeah. And anyway, they're saying that it's a spoiler. So, what do you think it's going to be called? What do you think the spoiler is going to be? Of what the next event The next one. What do you think it's going to be called? I say we guess now, and then we'll see who was closest. I think it's Avengers versus Nazi Cap. <laughs> you mean that, Secret wow. Empire? What do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be the um, Skrull Empire. The Skrull War. Oh, whatever. Secret Invasion. Yeah. Oh, Secret I like invasion. that. Avengers Secret Invasion. Ooh. Go up. Cliff, you got to come up with something. Avengers... Crisis on <laughs> Infinity <Earth>. Mustafar. <laughs> Crisis on Mustafar. Uh, I really liked Michael's. Uh, well, because they've they've showed Kree in the Shield in the Shield series like a couple of seasons ago. That's actually supposedly where the and humans come come from their bloodline. Um, so I do remember. I think I watched an episode yeah. that had like the. The, the blue blood, yeah, the, or the blue dead guy. Yeah, it looked like the uh, Prometheus engineer. Yeah, it did. But uh, we've not seen Skrulls in the Marvel movie verse, so that would be possible. That would lead to. But they might see. be tied up with the Fantastic Four rights. Wow! I just oh. finished watching the 1994 version of the Fantastic Four again, and there was no Skrulls in it. <laughs> Those are cows. Nope, no cows either. There was a scene where cows could be, but there was no cows. <laughs> where cows could be. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Um, M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong said... Oh, yeah. January 18th, 2019 <laughs> is the sequel to Unbreakable called Glass. Everybody excited? Sure. Sure, yeah. Cliff doesn't care. Nope. Cliff never even saw Unbreakable. Nope. That's crazy. I saw Unbreakable behind Mark Wade and Todd DeZago. Yeah, you said that. I don't remember you saying that. Anyway, what do you think's going to happen? Huh? Huh? Glass. What do you think's going to happen? They're going to have James McAvoy back. Why? What's he have to do <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> and uh, Anna Taylor Joy from that movie. Is the character split going to fi- you're going to find out that that's the son of Bruce Willis' characters? No. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Everybody's doesn't want to talk about it. Or afraid we're going to make some way mad. <laughs> okay, fifth Indiana Jones movies. Movie summer 2020 got pushed back. I feel the same level of excitement. Exactly. Yeah, I used to like indie movies. Spoiler alert, he dies. Oh. Ah. 
No, they can make him live forever now. That's they right. got they got oh, that yeah. a- de aging thing. They'll just pick him up off the tarmac. <laughs> Do we have a uh, director for that? For the Indiana Jones? Yeah, is know. it going to be Spielberg? I or? assume. Yeah, I, did, I wasn't sure. I can I guess remember. It, I guess it could not be. And did you guys read the Narnia books when you were a kid? No, yeah. Jordan saying never no. Did. Never read this. Never no read pictures. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. No oh no, pictures. Sorry, I forgot. You I, read that? Yeah, the Silver Chair, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Keep going. I want to see how many um, of the seven you can name. That's two. There, <laughs> there's something to do with the prince. Yeah, the prince's chair, maybe or something. That's like the that. silver chair. That's his chair. <laughs> something to do with prince, the prince Caspian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. That's three movie. Three it's, books. Was, it was a movie. Three books. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, there was there one was, more movie that you, you, know, you come up. I don't. There's a boat. There was a boat. Yeah, the boat. The, I'm on a boat. The voyage. <laughs> the voyage of the seven. Don Treader. Yeah, Don Treader. <laughs> yeah, he knew it the whole yeah. time. <laughs> knew that the whole time. It's like, yeah, it's been so long. Since yeah, I think the other ones are like a horse and his boy, magician's nephew, and the last battle. My favorite was always it. the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, yeah, I could tell you. I love that book. I, was I read it many, many times. Anyway, they're, the movies are whatever, but they're making the silver chair, which is the logical next one. I yeah, guess. they haven't quite hit that just right. No, they haven't. Silver chair is my favorite 90s grunge band. <laughs> <laughs> True. You yeah. wait till tomorrow. I wonder what... <laughs> Put some music to that. I, 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 uh, I was like, Chris Hardwork just walked in. Hard work. Chris Hardwork. Chris Hardwork. The hard, most hardworking. He's on the Nardist. <laughs> most hardworking man. And, oh. Anyway, it's going to be the director of Captain America First Avengers doing Silverchair. <laughs> That's where you're supposed to jump in. With I'd rather have line. a biopic about Silverchair and where they went after that one album. That's true. That's good. And there's a new movie franchise they're supposedly starting to do. It's got Chris Morgan from the Fast and Furious movies and teaming up with Dan Trachtenberg, who did 10 Cloverfield Lane. And it's going to be called Crime of the Century. Sci-fi time travel heist action franchise. You've got my attention. Ah, That's what I thought. So, I'm excited about that. That sounds interesting. Sci-fi, time travel, heist. All about it. Right on it. It's in my queue. There you go. Queue it up. (laughs) Queue it up. Uh, Cliff, I saw this Disney stuff. Come on, there's all this Disney stuff. Seth Rogen, Billy Eichner, Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Yep, he's excited. I'm not, yeah. Seth Rogen. What does this say? It's a... Is this like a live action yes, version? Everything Re- they're doing, okay, they're okay. doing live action everything. Because I saw Lion King remake and I thought, yeah. what? well, the, I was really excited when they ca- actually cast James Earl Jones to reprise his role as Mufasa. I thought, man, yes. Ooh, Seth Rogen, no, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of these live action movies. Oh, period. I know, yeah. Um, How the hell compared- do you do a live action? Lion King. Well, they call it live action because there are actors in it. But it's like the Jungle Book. It's, it's like one the kid, book. and it's all CGI. And then it's CGI. But I don't animals. remember there being any kids in the Lion King. Nope, they just lions it. and kings. Yeah. Mm. And then they I call it a more realistic animated film, I guess. I yeah, it's know. not as catchy. Yeah. 
I saw where we, we had talked about Will Smith was going to be in the live action Dumbo, and then yep. he's not in that. Well, now they're saying he might be up for the genie in the live action Aladdin. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Cliff is not having it. I'm he's busy not. growing his Navi ponytail That's for the right. rides <laughs> in the Avatar land. You give me Seth Rogen in Avatar 4, and I'm there. <laughs> They're saying, this was the, they're saying Avatar, you know, they've got the yeah. new date, you know, cause yeah. they just keep setting dates, you know, and that's 2020, I think, and yeah, the next, mm-hmm. Avatar 3 in 20, 2021, Avatar 5, 2025. I will bet everything I own that that does not happen. <laughs> no way, no how is there an <laughs> Avatar 5 in 2025. We'll see how Avatar 2 does and go from there. Oh, it'll I do mean, great in China. It will it'll do great here. But uh, doesn't mean it it's the great it's I the most successful it. movie ever. <laughs> but there is also a statute of limitations like Unbreakable is one of my favorite movies yeah. and it's been so long I'm like, yeah, sequel okay. Avatar was the hugest movie of You're all not time. Allowed to watch it. I don't yet, I'm <laughs> determined right now. So, I know. like after There's, such a period it's like just something there's less important. Like, there's just less. The whole thing I excitement. felt with Avatar, like the excitement behind it, was everybody felt it was like pushing <clears throat> the industry forward mm-hmm. on like animation. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, James effect. Cameron. Now, is if they're going to the come out with something brand new for Avatar two that pushes the, you know, they the will. whole industry forward again, then I can see it being really successful. Be smell a vision. <laughs> <laughs> if we could find a way for the listeners of the podcast to get a little <laughs> smell audio of some illustrious one. It was Cliff is choking could, to death over the uh, air freshener. Could, yeah. the sweet nectar of the illustrious Gosh. one. Ooh. We could just bottle that up. We'd all be millionaires. So, well, maybe let's try. I'm going to try to generate some excitement here. I'm going to put a twist on this. Okay. More Disney. Oh, okay. Live action. Winnie the Pooh movie. Yes. Uh, Ewan McGregor as Christopher Robin. Mm-hmm. He's a workaholic. Christopher Robin is now a workaholic. This is a grown-up Christopher Robin. Right. Yes. And he, and Pooh comes back into his life. Of course. And, and you're lighting up because you're thinking what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor. Yep. Settling into the Disney family. That's right. Maybe a little Obi-Wan movie. That's what on. I'm thinking. That's, uh, that's what. Just a precursor. Yeah. You come over here and play the little Christopher Robin. Yep. Do that deal. You do this for we'll us. We'll set this aside for you over here and we'll, you know, maybe even a couple will be one. So they, they've already, that movie comes out next year, that, uh, Winnie the Pooh, whatever movie. And, yeah. but when, you know, when Kathleen Kennedy makes that announcement this summer, maybe, uh, it's going to be some Obi-Wan. What I'm really excited because everybody just assumes it's Obi-Wan on Tatooine. Well, there's nothing written in stone that Obi-Wan had to stay on Tatooine for 18 years. Maybe he put Luke in his satchel and went off on adventures. Maybe that's that's why they were so mad at him, that he stole Luke from him for a little bit. They were like, you put him in there and got blue milk all over him. (laughs) (laughs) What was the Hulk Hogan movie? The nanny movie from like the early (laughs) 90s. (laughs) Suburban Commando? No. no. Yeah? That was one of them, but there was one that had, like, Nanny in the title. Anyways. Yeah, it was in a pink t Popped up and, Yeah. I have no idea, but I'm looking it up. 
it could uh, take young Luke over to that bar with the big eyed what her name is. Had the lightsaber. I don't know these characters' names. <laughs> the bar with the big-eyed lightsaber. What? The, the, the lady that ran the bar. Are you talking about the holiday special, B. Arthur? No. Maz Kanata. Oh, yeah, you're Maz talking about Kanata. the new movies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maz. Okay. Yeah, Obi-Wan could have took Luke over there and had her babysit while he got his freak on. Mm-hmm. And then come back and... I don't you know, know that Obi-Wan, the Jedi, ever got their freak on, per se. Well, there was no Jedi's around. What? No other Jedi's around. You can do whatever you want. Well, first of all, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, can't, a, what can't you do if a Jedi's around? You, you write that script up. We'll pass it on to Kathleen Kennedy. Miss, we'll see what Mr. happens. Mister Nanny. Mister Nanny. There you go. The sequel was, was the pacifier with Vin Diesel. Okay. All right, pick a category. <laughs> this is not this is going We're well. going nowhere here. <laughs> Come on. Animation. God. Of course. <laughs> yeah, let's we're going down anyway. Guys. <laughs> Michael, describe sing. <laughs> You're gonna bring this up. Really? <laughs> no, I don't care. Sing. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. No, no, no. You brought it up. Let me have my microphone. Don't cry. Guys, this is a very touching moment or movie. It touched my heart. It's called Sing. Okay, what is it? Pick up the pace here. (laughs) (laughs) For dramatic purposes. Anyway, long story short, it is a guy that is full of dreams and he has his own theater and it's on its last leg. So he's going to do this big shindig of like this big grand prize like The Voice or, you know, a million of those other shows where you win all this money at the end. They're like barnyard animals, right? Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a pig, there's a gorilla. Oh, okay. Not um, barnyard. There's a little mouse. I think he's a koala bear. The, the little mouse is a koala bear? No, no, no. The guy that runs the, stu- the Freaking, studio. Uh, speaking of little mice. Matthew McConaughey. Stuart Little. God, I love what? it already. What's the, he's supposed to be that little. What's the, why Stuart Little? He's a mouse. <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> I don't like that. It's a Stuart Little. They made such a big deal. Like, he's Stuart Little. He's a mouse. He's the size he's of a mouse. He's Stuart normal size. All, exactly. All mice are little. It should have been Stuart the talking mouse. <laughs> Go on with saying. I'm sorry. Stuart remarkably average. <laughs> right. So why did you cry during singing animals? Well, there's this story of... The koala bear, like this, like he loved the theater. He always wanted it, like that was his dream, and it was falling all around him. And this is his one last shot at greatness. And that was kind of touching for me, just about a character like pursuing their dreams and doing everything possible they could to make it happen. And then there's this other side story with this gorilla that his dad is basically a crook and robs banks, and he wants him to follow his ways, and all he wants to do is sing. And his dad doesn't. It's the story of your life. His dad doesn't understand him, and basically doesn't want to have anything to do with him. Well, at the very towards the very end, he's singing, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to spoil. spoil we are spoiling Sing. We are spoiling Sing. 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 His dad sees him on the telly and breaks out of prison to go tell his son that he's proud of him. Like he sees like how far he's come. And with me, I have a lot of father issues. My dad passed away years before he saw a lot of things that I accomplished. And I was bawling like a freaking baby. I could not quit crying. Like I was like, of all the movies ever, like this movie touched me in places that I don't like to be touched. Right. And I, <laughs> I was literally bawling like a little baby by the end of it. That reminded me of something. I was Tyler. Okay, did you have you been reading the Flintstones comic? No. I read. I've read two issues or something. I saw. I don't know if I'll read any more, but it it's pretty neat. But there was like a side story in one of the issues that was really freaking sad, and like it's like the vacuum cleaner is a elephant, or of course, oh, you know, yeah. whatever, or mammoth. I don't know what, but anyway, it's like. I don't, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but it's re- super sad, and I don't even believe they did it. He's like, he, he wants to see a movie, he goes to the movie theater, and meanwhile, he like lives with the bowling ball, which is a, whatever, a turtle or something like that, and it, or I don't remember what Our it was. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. Pretty, whatever, yeah, whatever part. rolls up yeah. in a ball, and, but it, somebody tells a joke at the bowling alley, and the, that armadillo, yeah, the armadillo here hears it. Let's start with an A. And he's like, "Oh, my friend, the vacuum cleaner, always wanted to hear a joke." And I, he's trying to remember it through the comic, and he wants to go home and tell the vacuum cleaner. And the vacuum cleaner's at the movie theater watching his first movie, and he's all excited. And then afterwards, they make him sweep up the movie theater, and it makes <laughs> him sick. And he goes home. He he he's. Fred and Wilma's vacuum cleaner. He goes home and dies, or whatever. <laughs> and the guy, he never gets to tell him a joke. The bowling ball never gets to tell him a joke. He dies, and Fred and Wilma throw the vacuum cleaner in the trash. And Fred's like, eh, it's just a thing. Don't worry about it. I'm like, that was so demented. <laughs> it was just, it, I was like, what is, it was sad as heck. I, I was like, I can't read this anymore. <laughs> It's just a thing. It's just little things I've seen from that comic. It goes into some dark places. It really, really does. Oh, animation. You can't go for it. What do you got? Um, on Amazon, they have guys. They have guys. No, I'm saying guys. They have Popeye and Son, the cartoon, on Amazon Video. What's Popeye's son called? Popeye and Son. What's his son's name? I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Does anyone remember that cartoon as a kid? No, no. I'm the only one. I remember Popeye. I remember. Yeah. Like it seemed like there was a whole string of cartoons that came out. Like they had the little Flintstones. Like when it was all of them little and, Flintstone uh, kids. Yeah, Flintstone kids. But this is like going further, further back. But it was Popeye and Son, and they he was like a surfer kid in California and. And they fought. He fought Bluto. This sounds great. It's, it's awesome. You gotta look it up. They both ate spinach. He hated the taste. What? He hated the taste of spinach. What a rebel! <laughs> he just hated it because his dad liked it. And olive oil had a uh, tracksuit on. Sweet pea? On. Is it sweet pea? That's the daughter. 
Or maybe is that Sweet, Sweet Pea, Pea was, was Spe- the little yeah, it's a little baby. Yeah, but I guess was it possibly a boy? Ooh, and it grew- we had the continuity error there, I think. <laughs> and then there was Meep Meep or something, or, or was that- oh my gosh, I don't know what that is. We're going down the Mandela effect now. Okay, but anyway, <clears throat> and they're making a Watchmen R-rated cartoon. cartoon. Yay! What's that going to be on? Blue Packer and all. What? <laughs> TV! You have failed this city. Run, Barry, run! Marvel and DC on TV. I am Supergirl. What's your name, darling? Agent. Powerless. Powerless is, is looking like it's going to be done. They haven't totally said it's canceled, but it's off the schedule. And we don't get to see the finale. It's not looking good. And that's what I said in the beginning of NBC of not letting a show grow because that has that show's actually gotten better with every episode. Yeah, I do, I I was watching every episode. I liked it. No. Well, maybe the CW will pick it up. I, I on the scene. No idea. <laughs> you can watch all of Hellblazer on CW the scene mm-hmm. now. They said one of the fi- last episodes was supposed to be President Luthor. Tries to destroy the earth and they stop him. It's like, well, that might have been good. Yeah. We might need to know what the, mm-hmm. how to do that. Um, <laughs> they're making a King Kong Skull Island show. That's what I heard. I don't know who's, who's doing it or for what network yet, but that's the story. X Files season 11. Does anybody care? Season 10 did not go over well. I liked it. It was yeah. good, okay. good enough as our, good enough. Good enough. Yeah. That, that, Fox agrees. Our third T-shirt says "Good enough." That's right. <laughs> so, but they know. did leave it hanging. You almost have yeah. to do more. They it left, wasn't how many they episodes? Left it very it wasn't open-ended. very many episodes. It was only like six. Yeah, episodes, six or eight. And it was no more than eight. I think it was six. I think it was six. This one they've ordered ten episodes mm-hmm. for season eleven. So a little more room to breathe. You've been watching Fargo. I have indeed. I did not catch this week's episode, but. That's um, great, of course. Did I, is that on Netflix now? Fargo? Fargo? Yeah. Did I see no. that? One and two is on Hulu. It's, it's on, on Hulu. Yeah, it's yeah. on Hulu. I, I saw where they were available. Great stuff. That is definitely in my queue. I mean, they kind of do the, every season seems to be the same thing. Uh, I mean, Fargo is, what's the deal? It's like normal, kind of normal people get caught up with really terrible dangerous people yeah, you make a bad decision right and, and from make bad decision after yeah, bad decision yeah. i yeah this one didn't immediately grab me the way the first two seasons have i thought it ended especially the first episode ended really strong but yeah. the, it was a little slower going and a little bit like all right what's going on here i wasn't immediately invested in the mystery but the second episode was definitely yeah, you better. got you and mcgregor playing Brothers, he's playing <laughs> two roles: the parking lot king, two very different roles. Correct. Yeah, yeah and another it's all like a screen cap. Yeah, and, and the other. Like, oh my gosh, I love the great. accents he does. You know, his voice is so different. You know, he's trying to kind of do that Fargo accent. Yeah, he's uh one. Of, yeah, one he's the parking lot king of wherever, and the other one he's the other guy is a parole officer dating. One of his parolees. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes. And she really does it up in that first episode. <laughs> That's good. Good stuff. 
Uh, Better Call Saul, of course, great. We got to see where the great receptionist from Breaking Bad got her start <laughs> working for Saul. I thought it was like she's all sweet and nice. Yeah, and she's like she's a very hard worker and very yeah. diligent. He's e- nice eager to, her. to please. Yeah, yeah, he's super nice to her. Treats her like a good employee. <laughs> so, or uh, Giancarlo Esposito is uh, says he's signed for a multi-year deal. Oh, or yeah. Better, better call Saul. So hmm. we got to see him meet Mike this week. Came out looking awesome, black jacket and stuff. He's just. What a great character. Yeah, that, like, stopping on a desert road with the cars parked sideways and yeah. everyone having a, like, yeah, you said, vintage, a, vintage breaking bed. Yeah, I mean, this is like a beautiful show. Every frame it would make a great, you could hang it on a wall. You know, if that's what, that's, I like that. I mean, it's really, and they always have, like, some complicated, uh, thing that they're trying to do and you're like trying to you're watching the whole episode what are yeah, they trying to do it was so do? complicated i got confused over the shoe thing right because <laughs> the show starts with a pair of shoes hanging from a yeah. wire yeah that's in the, that's in the future and we're and i like i was like why were there two pairs of shoes like i, I right. it took me way right. too long there's bullet to holes in happened. the sign yeah, and there yeah. wasn't earlier it's just like why is he shooting in it you know finally by the end you know what's going on but that's good stuff. Which I did see a headline this week that said Vince Gilligan admitted this might end up being an epilogue to Breaking Bad as well. Oh, yeah. Like these good. shots yeah. we're seeing of Gene at the Cinnabon yeah. might reveal kind of the, oh, not just the present, but the future of the Breaking Give Bad world. So. <laughs> Love it. Guys, I have to update you on the finale of Stranded. Are they no longer stranded? Stranded with a million dollars. I've been waiting. Okay, so where we left off, pooping in the street, pooping in the in the water. That's right. So those people drank some of that water, and then they figured out the guy was like, ugh, (laughs) and he figured out that maybe something had happened. So then he started drinking salt water. Which is super bad for you, <laughs> but they're dying of thirst, and so <laughs> the show is not stranded with a bunch of geniuses. No, no. So anyway, so the two people that were not they weren't letting have any water or food or anything get tempted. Every once in a while, there's a temptation to spend your money. Well, they actually got to go somewhere and get tempted, and they thought they were going to get to go eat some food or something, and they got over there. And no, it was a deal. There was only two days left. If they waited the last two days, everybody was going to end up splitting whatever money was left. They were all four, each going to get $125,000. But if one of those two left right now, that person would get $150,000. But they'd have to leave the other person because they were kind of two against two at that point. And And they were so, they both of them felt so bad to leave the other one behind. And plus, they were so close to finishing, they just wanted the satisfaction of finishing, so which was crazy. I thought it was so stupid. But anyway, they so they declined it, and they went back and told the other guys, and they said, they said we didn't take it, and we didn't think it was fair. And so, is there any way you could let us have the the pot to boil some water? And the guys like, no, that was stupid. <laughs> And just so you know, I just went and crapped in every water source around here. <laughs> and they were like, the minute there seems to be some nobility 
and the and humanity and on this island it's stripped away that's right I, this is a quote from the guy a uh, guy after that he said you know i kind of wish i had taken the money <laughs> he said he's like i can't drink the water now he's like so all my only choice is either die of thirst drink infected water or drink coconut water which gives me diarrhea but at least he can't poop in the coconuts <laughs> They cut, they show him cutting open a coconut and it's rotten. <laughs> it was, it was so, it was ridiculous. It was crazy. But they finally did make it the whole way and they all got their, split the money. So four people. Four survived. people out of however many started. I don't remember. It was at least a dozen started out. They I gotta say, I have no regrets over not watching this show. <laughs> it was mesmerizing. I'm telling you. After you told me about it and that you were done, I was like, I'm starting it up. Tag in. <laughs> I'm right. going in. I'm, I'm going to finish this off. I, I did go back and watch the Walking Dead finale for the season. Um, that was pretty, pretty good. good. Good finale as far as Walking Dead goes. Yeah. Great tiger action. Yes. They did that awesome. <laughs> I was impressed. Definitely the best the tiger has looked on. Yes, that was really good. Uh, Krypton. Tell me all about Krypton. Looks really good. It's supposedly uh, Kal-El's grandfather, like that generation on Krypton, and their struggle of... it. It's... Not clear to me what the story is about, but I would assume if it has anything to do with like the eight, the eighties comic book series, which I I'm think, sure it does. <laughs> it was the world of Krypton. It's possible, but if I, if I remember correctly, it was kind of like the war between science and nature and that kind of thing. But um, it looks extremely good right. so far, and it looks like it ties into the movie verse, which is weird. Is on, on Sci-Fi? Yeah, Sci-Fi Network. But like that trailer look, it looked like it was a movie. It was oh, so off the rails. So I will tag you in to watch that, so I don't have to. Yes, yep. I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, because nice. I, I won't watch it either. But I'd be glad to hear about it. Now, are you guys all caught up on Riverdale? I am not. Okay. I've got to watch to yesterday's episode. Okay, it's about the only show I'm actually caught up I on. I am up to date. Yes. Oh, yeah. We have yeah, one I, more to I go. On it. Oh, there's only one more? There's one more before oh, we, uh, boy. we was, find out Jason's killer. Okay. It I'm was kind of scary because I I will be caught up next week. I walked in on Jordan watching it. Oh, my gosh. What <laughs> did that look like? I, was, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't want to go. <laughs> I there were book. red wigs everywhere. <laughs> I was just—I was wearing a red wig, working on my abs. <laughs> That's what I was going to say earlier about you waking up in a sweat. Did, did you wake up with abs? <laughs> you look kind of like you got the red beard. You definitely have a blossom mm-hmm. lineage thing mm-hmm. going on. I could work my way into the blossom family. <laughs> Although Cheryl is cold blooded. Gotta hey, say, she's my favorite. Mm. It just—it still cracks me up. It's like I had to pull. Teeth, tooth and nail to get my wife Chrissy to watch the show, and she loves watching the show. Well, loves it. Are, are you guys still sitting on uh, Team Betty at this point? I mean, oh, yeah. the whole well, I, I like I like Cheryl too. I, I like them all. They're all <laughs> like them all. They're all nice, nice kids. You're gonna like Mrs. Andrews too. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, she get the syrup out. <laughs> She go tap a tree. 
<laughs> you haven't seen the last episode. No, I haven't. Okay, streaming. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Islands in the the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Cross the streams. Heat them up. I can't believe I waited this long on the podcast to talk about this. I just saw it in my notes. Lock and key. <gasps> my favorite comic book series. Ever. Yes, by Joe Hill. Is getting it's it it's done, been through this before, but it's I think it's happening this time. It's getting a pilot on Hulu. And it's going to be the first episode directed by Scott Derrickson, who did a little movie called Doctor Strange. And does anybody else care? <laughs> Have, has anybody else read Locking Yeah, Key? I don't know anything I just know about from it. What you've told me. It's about a family who... It reminds me of the um, House 2. House 2. Yeah. The second story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about I that. I know House Party 2. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fine movie. Kid and play. I've read the first volume, mm. and I meant to go finish it, but now it's been so long, I don't remember what happened, right. so I'd, I'd have to reread yeah, it. Yeah, reread the first one. Well, I've reread the first one multiple yeah. times, so I recommend it. I give it I to liked everybody. it, I just haven't, I just didn't get a chance. Everybody to I work with is super excited yeah. about it, because I've made all of them read it, <laughs> and they, uh, they love it. It's, um, it's just a, it's just a great story as well done, but it's a, a family live, live in this house and it's, there's a bunch of magical keys that open things and do stuff. It's, it was made to be a TV show. I mean, it's, it should work. My only problem is like we've, we've said before, not everything has to be adapted into something else. It's perfect as a comic mm-hmm. and Gabriel Rodriguez, the artist, is kind of singular in what he did in that comic. There's things hidden in so many panels and stuff. Like, I don't know for sure how that's going to translate if it will be as magical as I, you know, as what I would call yeah, it. The art is very iconic. You yes. can spot it from a mile away. Yeah, it's so, yeah, I don't definitely, know how you get that feel and that look. I don't know, but I know when Fox did a pilot in like 2011 or 2012, I remember, they did a pilot. It didn't get picked up. But it was it was really well done. Like, I, I if I was Joe Hill, I'd be like, I can't believe we have to do that again. Like, I did this and it was good and it didn't get picked up. Anyway, I think hopefully it it happens. It looks like they definitely will at least make a pilot and hopefully it gets picked up for series. I can't imagine it won't. It's Hulu. They can do whatever they want. Got the money. Yeah, they make dimen- they make Dimension four hundred four. They yeah, put they yeah, put anything. That's what in I there. mean. Some things that get <laughs> some things that get canceled. I'm just kidding, Michael. <laughs> but some things that get canceled, like the some of the garbage that is on TV, and then they cancel good shows or at least mediocre shows to keep crappy shows on the air. I don't know. Anyway, I'm excited about that. And I watched the first episode of the controversial Handmaid's Tale. Not the Handmaid's Tale. Oh, is that out not the now? Is that on but, Hulu? Yes. I've been uh, seeing all kinds of advertising. I saw the title because that's what I made me think of. <laughs> but, yeah, it's got Elizabeth Moss from Mad Men. Is that where it's, like, set in the future of... It's a dystopian yeah, thing. Yeah, like society breaks down. And yeah, they, we, women are... To, uh, yeah, we're, yeah, yes. Yeah. Women are... 
Treated much different. I watched the uh, preview on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I watched the first episode today. They just go to Chicks and Cash Party. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, <laughs> there's Chicks and Cash. somewhere. I want to know where we branched. <laughs> you know, somewhere it, it, it's if there's one way was Chicks and Cash Parties and with the dueling ogres and uh, anyway. You guys got any other streaming? Yes, the Tick that is on Amazon streaming. They had the pilot, and it's been picked up for the full season. Um, and it's it's clever enough. It 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 might be entertaining. I kind of forgot that even existed. How much? Yeah, I did too. How many episodes are out? There's just one. Like, okay, they just did like, of, a pi- like a pilot program. Oh right, right. Because it was that, and they had. Um, Claude Van Damme in one of his <laughs> one of his movies. Old or, Claude Van Damme. <laughs> what is Jean Claude? There Van you Damme? go. Yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme. Anyway, Van Damme played like it. It was him. And Damn there, right. There was like three pilot shows, and that's that Amazon thing you had to vote yeah. for. Okay, so the tick went on to at least, and we're finally gonna get a full yeah for that okay. one and. The guy, the guy that plays the tick, um, I wish I would have had this. I forget. Never mind. I, I, was, I was trying to think of the movie that he was in that he played a character, but I can't think of it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good. I could see it it being entertaining. Patrick Warburton. Nope, that's the original yeah, one. That's, I was gonna yeah, say that's he's not back. Was. No, that's what that threw me off because I thought he was supposed to be back, but no. Yeah, because I remember I saw the headlines like "Tick coming to the street." I was like, "Wait, didn't that happen a year ago?" But yeah, I couldn't remember the circumstances. Hmm. I was trying to find this show that I watched that was it was also an Amazon half hour show or like it had to be one of their pilot programs, but it was like the Legend of Legend Master Chief or it was one of those original. Halo? It, huh? Halo. No, it oh. was one of those real superheroes. Like a couple years ago, we had all these Apache like, Chief. Ooh, I'm listening. Oh, that would be better. But years ago, when all—it's not been that long ago, but maybe five oh. years ago, when all these real superheroes popped up around that would patrol cities, and there was a guy that did a documentary on them, and there was this one called Legend Chief, or but anyway, this was a. a, a it's on streaming. I'm trying to find it on my phone, but it's not. I can't find it. Did anybody else finish uh, Love on Netflix season two? Oh, I obviously did. Yes, I, oh, you I, did. Yeah, oh yeah. I know we mentioned it a while back, yeah. but hadn't really. Oh yeah. Went Good. back and recapped. I was hoping for a thumbs up recommendation before I started it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. Paul Rust and um, oh, what's the girl from uh, Community? Jillian Jacobs. Yeah. Um, star in it, and, uh, I, it's very, like, we had talked, it's very, has a autobiographical feel with Paul Russ, but, but he's really good. I, I, it's funny, it's got a lot of big name guest stars that come in and out of the show. Um, like, uh, Friend of the Pooh Ball Rich Summer. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, yeah. It's good, it's worth watching as far as a streaming show. I, I really like it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, they had announced, Season three is coming uh, for that. Yeah, it's from Judd Apatow is behind yeah. it. 
and there's also that girl boss on Netflix that Christy and I have watched most of. It's entertaining enough. It's it's got its moments. Okay, we had some soup, some pretty big Star Wars news that I forgot to mention here was oh. uh they announced when episode nine will come out. They've changed it up. They're they don't care about Christmas anymore. We're going back to May. Yeah, they got they had Force Awakens at Christmas and then Rogue One mm-hmm. and this year is gonna be episode eight and then but then in May is gonna be the Han Solo movie. Okay. And then they're going well, back up. This this Christmas twenty seventeen is episode eight? Yes. Already? Yes. 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 And then just a few short months later, we get yes. Han Solo. Yes. yes. Han Solo in May. Or, Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Star Wars full go. We're going to pump them out every <laughs> they wanna, six months. They want to go back to owning the summer. They want, okay. they're going to yeah. Memorial Day. Mar- the Marvel films weren't enough. Right. I kind of like that winter, you know, uh, December's when all the Oscar pictures come out mm-hmm. and it's all very, you know, dramas and period pieces and historical stuff. So and then like nice you drop have... a Star Wars yeah. in there. I agree. Know. I liked yeah. looking forward to Christmas and having this Star Wars movie, yeah. so I'll miss that, but who knows what'll happen. Oh, goody, we'll probably have Avatar. Now, did you guys see they, <laughs> <laughs> they had leaked out, um, I'm trying to think, it might have been on, uh, Battlefront 2, like an expansion, the skin. Where they leaked out the outfits or the look of Ray and yeah, Kylo I Ren. Heard that. I yeah. Heard that. yeah. We didn't mention like where they'd moved Kylo, Ryan Johnson had moved Kylo Ren's His scar. scar. Yeah. What's the deal? Uh, he just said it looked goofy in, in seven and he didn't like it. So they made it more like over the eye and kind of smaller. Cool. So anyway, they have, so the Han Solo movie will be Memorial Day weekend 20, <sighs> 2018 and then Memorial Day weekend 2019 will be episode nine. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of their plan is to take over the summer, which the way I calculate that is about three weeks before that is going to be that untitled Avengers movie. So it only gives them, I mean, they're competing Not with a themselves. Huge window there, yeah. You know, they got three weeks, you know, and then they're going to move right on into the Star Wars movie. So I don't know, but I don't see it changing because there's, they, Definitely adamant they want to do that. Go back to yeah. May with Star Wars, and there is no way they're changing the superhero movie off of Free Comic Book Day. Mm. So, yeah, May was the traditional um, Star Wars release month, right? But I agree. I really like the December what they did there. I mean, the last couple of years, mm. uh, it's been great. So, because yeah. I, I always never... take you know I've got vacation around then. I like to go watch it multiple times. Sure. Yeah, kids are getting out of school for a yeah. vacation, and you can yeah. take the kids. And... And, and why mess? I mean, you make that much movie or that much money on a movie in that time frame. Why mess with it at this point? It's like I go with know. what works. I don't know. I don't know. I bet I just. There's right. got to be something. Yeah, we're at that time live action Dumbo coming out. In yeah, whoop de do. Oh, we got the six million dollar Marky Mark. <laughs> Have you seen the Marky Mark commercial with the Westworld clip? No. What is it? It's something Directv or Dish Network or one of those about you can stream to your whole house and whatever, and it's something you sign oh, up and you get free HBO. And Marky Mark is talking about how great TV is, and it's great. And he goes into a like an old west bar, and in comes James Marsden, mm-hmm. with like arrows sticking out of him. It's like you get more TVs, you get more of this, and more James. 
I don't know. Why did I even start talking? I don't remember the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> no, please continue. I like where you're going. He's this. like, you can die more times. Like, oh, do I got to? And then, like, he gets hit with another arrow, and the guys in the lab coats, like, cart him out. Oh, so okay. They, they're advertising Westworld and HBO. Subscribe to HBO to see more Westworld and Marky Mark, I guess. Now, speaking of Westworld, this just, I'd totally forgotten about this. No. Um, I wanted to mention a few weeks ago, Disney filed a patent for what they're calling, I forget how they called it, soft characters, like robots. Instead of like your traditional characters in the parks, like full-on yeah. Westworld. Right, style. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh or... Uh, I'm out. I'm out, guys. <laughs> I was going to mention it a few weeks ago and completely had forgotten about it. Now, now saying that, Disney files a lot of patents. <laughs> um, a lot of things that we never Only see. Only some of them are horrifying. <laughs> yes. This, this particular one... Yeah. The two biggest here in the last few years have been this one with the characters mm. um in the parks and the other the last one that created a huge noise was were uh, uh drones. They they filed a patent for drones <laughs> to do a uh, like a fireworks show or um <laughs> There's uh, nothing better than a drone fireworks. Show. Well, it's going to be like they. It was supposed to be like drones flying and maneuvering uh, what looked to be like characters in the sky and that type of thing. Which partly did come true last Christmas. They did a they did a drone show um, over Disney Springs where they would form like the outlines of characters and stuff. The music it was weird. So. so in the future, there'll be a war between Amazon drones. It's going to be a war between between the characters and the drones. I saw that movie. It was like it had a uh, Harrison Ford and Daniel Craig in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was Cowboys versus Aliens. Sorry. That's so, yeah, it, right? Westworld in the park. <laughs> it's coming. It's happening. Okay. Nothing else. Okay. We're good. I can mention I I think I met someone famous today before we leave. Here. Oh, what? Oh, did you guys already do the free comic thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You can listen to the podcast yeah. and find out all about it. Find out which books are coming. This interesting gentleman came in and was kind of browsing around the comics. Fine gentleman? And he, no, just a gentleman. Oh, okay. And he just asked if I had any old creepy or vampirella comics and was kind of browsing around. He's like, hey, you ever go to the Adelphia? I said, oh, I've been there a time or two. Local, now, the Adelphia is a local, is local concert venue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah music. A block away from your store. Yeah. And he goes, you ever heard of Unknown Henson? And I'm completely thrown, because his line of questioning is like backwards anyway. It's like, start with a simpler question. Like, don't just throw it. I was like, no. He's like, uh, you should look him up. He, I think you'll like him a bunch. He's at the Adelphia tonight. I was like, okay, cool. You fall for it? And then did he you, leaves. Did you look it up? And I looked it up, and I think that was the dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Unknown Henson, which what? I now learn this guy is like a very cult rockabilly, called psychobilly, like, you know, hardcore country music kind of cult, uh, very popular musician who was the voice of early in Squidbillies, the main squid from Adult Swim uh, yeah. cartoon. And plays in Billy Bob Thornton's band, The Box Masters. What? 
I was like, I met a celebrity. Wow. And he like, he like gaslighted me and like, tricked me into like feeling bad about it. That's amazing. <clears throat> Do that again. <laughs> All right. Well, we can't beat that. So <laughs> sign us off there. As always, I have the most illustrious Michael Case to. I'm Jordan Love. And I'm Cliff Barnes. Oh, I said and. Well, goodbye forever. See you never. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. And I called you El Ombro Illustrio. (laughs) 